Good morning, it's your Friday night DM, Shay Cormack, uh, broadcasting from the windy city of Wellington in New Zealand. So please forgive uh, sometimes in my recordings the whooshing and the rushing um, in the background. Hopefully I'm still audible uh, through some of the gale force winds we experience down here while I'm uh, out for a walk and making an episode. Uh, first up I'd like to play a couple of call-ins and respond to them so thank you for my to my call-ins uh, my callers because it's uh, really encouraging to know that somebody's listening but also really fun uh, to have your feedback and input to then uh, stick in my brain stir it around and see what pops out the other end so I'll just play those call-ins. Hey Chase Spencer here from Keep Off The Borderlands uh, really enjoying your podcast and was listening to you talking about issues of making 5e a bit more uh, travel and wilderness based. Um, I don't know if you've looked at the Middle Earth stuff available for 5e, but um, although I'm not familiar with it myself, I would assume that there is a much greater focus on uh, travelling and stuff like that. So uh, it might be worth a look. Anyway, take care, mate. Hi, Jay. Thanks for the shout-out on your last episode. I really enjoyed it, and I'm I'm glad you're still listening to old Spike Pit, and perhaps some of what I say is, is helping you kind of come to some decisions in your own mind because I know for a fact that listening to yourself and other podcasters helps me come to some conclusions in my own mind. The hex call for me has, has lost a little bit of its shine, whilst I think, you know, it, it, it is a good way to play. I'm attracted a little bit more perhaps to something like a point crawl, and, and I think that's what I'm going to do with my uh, 5e game. Probably going to head into the jungles of Cholt and explore the Tomb of Annihilation a little bit. But that is all if we can get the stars aligned. The ever-present problem of scheduling lurks on the horizon. Take care, mate. Thank you so much, Spence and Colin, for calling in. Um, in a response to both of those messages at the same time, I'd like to mention um, a module from Wizards of the Coast. And it's actually a freebie you can find... <coughs> I can't remember exactly where I found it, but it's definitely free somewhere on their website. Out of the Abyss, or at least the first chapter or something of Out of the Abyss, is a free adventure, and it's an adventure about escaping from imprisonment within uh, the Underdark and traveling through the Underdark. And in the adventure that I'm running for my friends at the moment, they're about to go into the Underdark, and I had a good look at the Out of the Abyss, and basically it's got travel rules um, really similar to a hex crawl traveling rules except instead of tracking hexes it's more about tracking time um, for when you make rolls and stuff like that and so i'm going to use those rules um, they're official um, they they simulate the hex crawl uh, travel focus but without the actual hexes and maybe slightly less accurate um, and so that'd be worth having a look at I'd suggest to you especially Colin as you're thinking about a point crawl um, and also just if you have a look at it and when you're reading 
um, the Cholt Adventure and you might be able to make a bit of a mixture between the two. Uh, so that's, yeah, but thanks for your calling guys. Hey guys, here's the main topic for today, or two main topics that are floating around in my head. Um, both initiated by listening to uh, Screeds uh, or Anchor podcast. One um, topic is from listening um, to Jason, Hobson Friends Jason, and uh, Random Screed Jason. And he was talking about target audience and who you're talking to. And I love this question because I've been asking that kind of why question about my hobby, about why I do D&D, why I choose a certain uh, system, whether D&D 5th edition or ICRPG, why I choose a hex crawl or west marches versus uh, a, a normal, if you want to call it a normal campaign style. And then to ask the question, why keep asking that question or who um, as well to keep digging into your motivations and um, once you clarify your motivations it can inform so many choices and as Jason was talking about his why or who I was thinking about mine and really uh, uh, keep digging in and keep reminding myself I play D&D because I want to hang out with some friends, some physical friends around the table once a week, eat some snacks, geek out playing some games and have a laugh. That's what it's about. I want that friendship, that camaraderie time um, in my week. And that's why I do it. So if I have to choose a certain system to achieve that or choose a certain style of game to achieve that, uh, whether I have to put some of my preferences of system or style or genre um, to the side to achieve that, well, it's all worth it because my why is friendship time. And uh, so I'm just really happy with friendship time and really happy with just acknowledging that and then um, letting that inform my choices and my priorities and making me more comfortable with some of the sacrifices um, or decisions I have to make which I tend towards a group like the group consensus instead of my decision. Secondly I was listening to um, Shay in Roleplay Rescue. I actually went back to one of his old um, episodes which I noticed in his back catalogue which had the title in it um, about open tables because it's a, it's a real important topic for me the idea of an open table and be able to continue to um, get new players and make sure you never run out of players and always have players to play with um, and just with the start of this year we went away from a specifically open table West Marcher style of play which has those mechanics of quick character generation, um, default action, um, like a safe starting location, those that kind of conceit that you can anyone can turn up uh, who's never even possibly played with the party or the people before sit down get a character have a reason to be part of the group have a reason to adventure and some kind of default action to get started with and uh, we i gave up 
that for a more traditional campaign because a lot like um, Che, my group had kind of solidified down to a, a regular core. And, but in response to Che, at the time Che was really lamenting that he'd given up the open um, table uh, ethos or principles and that it had brought a bit of uh, maybe stultification um, to his table. But I always think to myself, well, just a week or two ago, we accepted a new player onto our to our table because one of the players met a co-worker who was interested, invited them along, and of course my first response to anyone being interested to come and play with us was, yes, definitely, uh, they should come and we'll make it work. And I think maybe open table doesn't necessarily have to mean uh, a specific set of rules or principles that you follow that enable um, you know, like I said, that easy character creation or uh, the, the easy conceit for why you would join a party um, in the middle of what could be a, a year-long running campaign or something like that. But maybe it's about a willingness to make the table open to new players and how you work it or what the processes are. That's not such a big bother. The, the main thing is... <coughs> Do you have players um, in your t table uh, or maybe a Facebook page that's alerting other people in your area that there's a game of D&D available to them and that if they're interested they can just can contact you and once they contact you, you'll figure out a way of getting them into the campaign. Whether you give them a pre-made character or you tell them uh, the rules of character creation uh, during the week so they can create a character and turn up on the night with their character made and ready to go and then you stick them in a in a cell somewhere uh, in the dungeon and you know within the first 10 or 15 minutes of the of that's not as that night's adventure the party frees somebody from uh, captivity and hooray it's a new party member you know there's lots of conceits you can use to add new pcs to a, an adventuring group and we all use them when someone like dies and we need to uh, get that player back into the party somehow. Uh, there's tons of ways of doing it. Um, so it's not so much about a specific set of rules or principles or uh, tools for making the table open, but like an open heart and um, wanting to make new friends and include them in our hobby. And that's what I've got and that's what I'm gonna stick with. So after I was listening to Shay's uh, episode man I was like no I gave up on the open table ethos man I'm so stupid I I'm gonna start creating a new hex crawl or a mega dungeon I'd really like to have a mega dungeon for fifth edition that I was happy with um, but I was after a little bit more thought I was like no we'll just accept players um, in our current campaign and hey if we go back to a west marches or hex crawl at another point that's all good uh, I'm not poo-pooing that, um, but I'm just encouraging everyone in, that's listening um, because going back to Jason's comment about who is my target audience or and why do I do it, well, my target audience would be other people like me who just want to have fun times with friends. Um, and whether that's online or at face-to-face at, uh, -face at a table, uh, it doesn't really bother me too much, but it's all about Hey, let's have some fun. Let's uh, have some fun together. 
and so I just encourage everyone you know that's what our hobby is I hope ultimately about for everybody spending time with others enjoying ourselves so go out there accept new people into your table into your game into your life and enjoy the fruits and the benefits of that cheers guys